You ever listen to the words from Little Red Corvette? I don't think I've heard the song. No. No, you have definitely heard the song <clears throat> Little Red Corvette by Prince. It is like his, so. his most iconic song. And he sings, around, sings about going around with condoms in his pocket, some of them used. That's messed up. Mm-hmm. That is messed up. Most people don't listen to the actual song. Okay, then. And actually, after he found Jesus later in life, mm-hmm. he refused to sing that song at his <clears throat> concerts, even though it's one of his number one songs of all time. Huh. That and Purple Rain, I believe, are the top two Prince songs of all time. Yeah. Dude, they, that, um, that rains down in Africa, that's a long song, dude. Let's play oh, it's on one of the stations now. Yeah, what the hell? Not quite. <laughs> Good try. So, is the Toto version better or the Weezer version better? Weezer, Weezer did a version of that? Oh, it's excellent. Yeah, I, I, I kind of like Toto, some of their stuff. I think Toto's better. I like Toto's original, but Weezer's is pretty good. <coughs> I like Weezer. But then Weezer, or I'm sorry, then, then Toto turned around and did a Weezer song, too. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. pretty cool, man. And check that out. Summer darkening. All right, sound of silence. Uh, Simon and Garfunkel or oh, disturbed or disturbed. Yeah, without a doubt. Disturbed is pretty. I mean, I like both, but disturbed. I I'm not a fan of the Simon and Garfunkel. I'll tell you what. The best Simon and Garfunkel song, which is so underrated, I think, is the Boxer. I don't know that one, but I got another one. It's really for good. You. The vocals on it are awesome. Uh, Holy Diver, Dio, or Kill Switch Engage. Both are pretty good. Agreed. <laughs> that's a tough one. Yeah, that's really. I, that's really... I like kill switches. And the problem is, is like they're the so similar. Yes. Like if you're listening yes. on a, like a somewhat crappy radio, it's kind of hard to tell the difference. Yeah. So it's not like they took and did a twist of it or everything. Not like really, you can no. tell they... the difference in yeah. Disturbed and. Oh, know. Simon and Garfunkel. Yeah. I heard the Simon and Garfunkel. Like, what the f is this? And yeah. I, I was confused. I, I didn't. I didn't do, know it was. Do you a color. know that they pretty much hate each other too? Simon and Garfunkel? Yeah. I've heard that, actually, yeah. Yeah, they, uh, apparently, I mean, at least I've heard it, too. I mean, I don't know, like, for a fact, like, I've never yeah. met them personally, but um, they say that uh, the two of them, they got together, and within, like, a year, they just did not like each other, but their harmonics are so good that they just toured <laughs> for years, and every once in a while, they do, like, a Simon and Garfunkel, we need money tour, and, you know, mm. yeah. Interesting. Were we recording by chance with that? <laughs> It's time to hit the trail, lock in those hubs, and throw it into low range. Because you are listening to Wheel It with Keith and Johnny Orange. Broadcasting from the Thin Line Off-Road Studio, they're here to talk about 4x4s, trucks, and everything to do with enjoying the great outdoors. Buckle up, here's your hosts, Keith and Johnny Orange. We're totally going to be... Oh, yeah, I, I got one more for you. Well, I'm just... Hang on. We're, we're, we are totally going to be those people that get caught on a hot mic someday saying something <laughs> just way off color. I mean, chances are it won't be racist. Maybe you. But... Um, oh. No. <laughs> the... Uh, oh. <laughs> oh. The, uh, you know... Uh, There's a story that we're not getting into yeah, about but, that one. But I'm saying, you know, I'm going to get caught on saying something really political that's going to piss off a lot of people, or eh. or you're going to say something that's going to, I don't know. It's just, of course, the thing is, we're not running for anything right now. Of course, no. in 20 years, we might be, and then this is going to nah, bite us in the won't. ass. But, I you still know. won't. 
<laughs> you know, so. So one more for you before we actually start doing stuff. Okay, what's that? Uh, Phil Collins or Disturbed. What? Shoot, I just lost the name of the... Phil Collins? Yeah, it was him at uh, Land of Confusion, wasn't it? Well, I've entered the producer uh, verify this. I thought uh, it was Phil Collins did the original Disturbed as a cover. Oh, I never okay. knew that. It's. I'm pretty sure it was Phil Collins. I gotta say, without hearing him, I don't know. I dude, it's trippy. It's weird. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. It is Phil Collins. Phil Collins. Yes. Yeah. Well, that was that was something when we went. Uh, Stephanie and I went and saw Cher, and mm-hmm. Chic opened for them. I've they're never heard of them. they're a '70s like disco group. Okay. But apparently, the the lead singer performer for Chic. Mm-hmm. Has been the main writer between or behind a fair number of the top ten songs of like the last thirty years. <laughs> he just he was the writer, and these other performers like yeah. Miley Cyrus or uh, whoever just you know yeah. performed them. But it's like this completely almost <laughs> unknown to our generation it's, guy. It's so funny how many people there are like yeah. that. Yeah, so weird. But so I had an interesting encounter on the way here. You ever see the movie Transformers? Yeah, the ones about the guy that collects the little things inside of radios. Huh? Yeah, you put the little tubes in there, and then there's a little like box that's got the Bakelite oh, in it. Oh, good God. Oh, different kind of Transformers? <laughs> the movie Transformers of Shia LaBeouf, Megan Fox. Yeah, I, I think I saw like the first 17 of those well, movies. Well, it's, it's the first it, one's what I'm referencing. So oh, remember and then the I very eventually beginning, just gave up. But... The, the car accident at the very beginning of the movie. Car accident? Yeah, there's, there's two cars following, and there, there's a like a flip truck on the side of the road the car in front of him veers off no signal just wings around it and the other guy just plows right into it well i know what that's called and in the insurance world it's uh <laughs> it's called a pop and squat i've not heard that one before no well, well it's an insurance fraud thing i was oh. i was a victim of it once but i almost was involved in that on my way here tonight okay this this morning in front of me was just going and just swerved i there was an oncoming car mm-hmm. i had seen that this dude just swerves out and i almost just plowed into this van on the side of the road Freak, oh. like halfway in the road freaked the hell out of me the guy on the opposite side was already moved over because that dude in front of me just winged around What's him. after the Transformers movie? That's what happened in the beginning, why the guy died, why he had no dad. Man, I don't remember that at all, but I haven't <laughs> seen that movie in like since it came out. Yeah, I haven't either. I have it was on it H- 15 years ago now, probably? Something like I have it on HD DVD at home. Okay. Um, no, not Blu-ray. HD no, DVD. yeah, actually, it's, it's funny... Um, uh, you mentioned that because, yeah, at least unless they change the term in the insurance world, it used to, and in the fraud world, it used to be mm-hmm. called a pop and squat. And uh, I was the victim of one of those years mm. ago. Uh, my friend Ryan, um, who I only knew as a casual acquaintance at the time, I was following him out to his house for something. I think looking at old Bronco or something yeah. that he was helping work on, or so I, I don't remember why we were going out there. But this was in high school, and I had a mm-hmm. Honda Civic, and he had a Jeep Comanche pickup. Nice. And uh, he's driving along, and I'm following behind him because I'd never been to his place before, so I'm following him to his house. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I don't really see the activity in front of him, but he rear-ends a stopped vehicle doing like 45 miles an hour. Whoa. And I hit the brakes in my Honda Civic, the one I I actually, I think I talked about in the last podcast, actually, racing out in Anchor Bay. Yeah. Yeah, that Honda Civic. (laughs) 
So I hit the brakes and I end up hitting him and I hit him so hard that my windshield ends or my my uh, hood ends up in my windshield. Uh, the engine got pushed back like maybe four inches. Radiators wrapped around the engine. Jeez. Uh, car was totaled out. Yeah. Drove it home still, but and drove it for another four months. But that's another story. But nice. Um, oh well, no, I've told that story. My dad smashed the hood down with a sledgehammer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, anyways, uh, so the officer gets there, and uh, he's an old family friend. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I'm just gonna say his first name, Graham. And so if he ever listens, he'll know what I'm talking about. And he comes out and he's looking at the whole thing, and he goes. Uh, he says to my buddy Ryan, he goes, and we'd rear-ended this old rusted-out Dodge van, or he yeah. had, and then I'd rear-ended Ryan. And he goes, what was the vehicle? Because Ryan, or he goes, what happened? And Ryan says, well, I was behind a truck, and all of a sudden it just swerves around this van that's parked in the middle of the road, hmm. and I didn't have time to stop. Yeah. He's swerved around full speed. And he goes, well, what was the vehicle? And he goes, well, it was a black Chevy Suburban, almost hmm. brand new one. Mm-hmm. And he just looks right at him, and he's like, mm, yeah, you guys are good. He goes, I'm glad everyone's safe. He goes, that's about the fifth one that we've been involved in this month with that wow. uh, that Suburban. He goes, they're under investigation. He goes, it's called a pop and squat. He goes, they use wow. it as an insurance thing. Yeah. Or maybe, I think I had it the other way around. I'm sorry. He hit the Suburban. An old rusty Dodge van went around. It was an insur- They were tra- people trying to get out of their car notes. Oh, That's gotcha. what it was. So this old Dodge van... Went ripped around, and then he hit this brand new Suburban. Huh. Yeah. Jeez. So, yeah, pretty crazy. But uh, There's a guy in Richmond a couple years ago. Well, he was from Chesterfield area. Parked a truck on the train tracks in Richmond, claimed it was stolen. Oh, okay. Brand new Dodge Ram truck. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, later proven it was not stolen. He had missed two payments or something like that. They were going to repo it. So he tried to get out of it by claiming it was stolen. And if you're familiar with anything dealing with the railroad, one, those people don't mess around. No. Two, those fines are not covered by any insurance. No. It's like $10,000 for every minute that it's down mm-hmm. is the fine. So, I mean, it is an insanely high fee, and the dude had to pay it. Yeah, that's... He, uh, he probably spent some time in jail for the insurance fraud. Yeah, part don't, it. It don't was, mess around with no. those. <clears throat> not the railroad. Those people don't mess around. What do we want to talk about on this episode? I mean, we're kind of talking about trucks. We mentioned a Jeep Comanche briefly, but that's not really much yeah, anything. Yeah, you said Suburban. And a Suburban, yeah. yeah this is episode yeah. 58. Uh, <laughs> did you have anything you wanted to cover? No, episode 58, not 58. 58. Yeah, you, I thought you said 58. Oh, my God. Do you, do you, when you start teaching you sign language as well? Nah, it's all good. Hey. <laughs> hey, yeah, 58. Cute, cute. Oh, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Um... I I don't even want to embarrass myself with that. Mm. I was gonna spell E H. E H A. Yeah. E H. <laughs> yeah, I would have done it wrong. I'm glad I didn't okay. do that. Okay. Well, you know our YouTube listeners, they can watch this, but my fiance's deaf, so I have learned all of the most important signs. So I'm gonna do a few right now for you. <laughs> um. Sign language with Keith. Hmm? <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. So I, I just signed. I'm gonna do this again. I just signed it. I'm going to do it now, and I'm going to speak as I want. I want tacos now, 
Please. <laughs> I mean, that's... <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought you were going to go somewhere else with this. What? <laughs> Is that not like the most important sentence to learn in sign language? Especially if you're with a deaf lady? I mean, that and probably where's the bathroom. Uh, yeah, well, there's... <laughs> I remember that from Meet the Fockers. Good yeah, movie. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, all right. <laughs> Enough sign language talk. I am not proficient, but I'm learning. Uh, and and disclaimer, anybody watches that YouTube video, if I signed that wrong, <laughs> I, I don't care. Because Stephanie will tell me the same thing. She'll be like, you were totally wrong there. So, so she watches every Do not use this as an ASL instruction video. Do, do you want to say hi to her for when she watches this later? Or she doesn't watch or listen to us at all? What? I like, you know, I don't think she watches like, YouTube hi, Stephanie. at all. Well, I mean, I could do hi... Uh, now you're putting me on the spot. Yeah, say hi. I love you very much. Uh, e, P, and I E. Well, I mean, she doesn't know sign name, so I've got to like spell out her name and sign. Uh, hi, Stephanie. Um, I. Um, well, there's different ways to do it. You can do. Uh, love I'm enjoying or, this. I'm or sorry. love you. You know. So <laughs> what? I don't know, it just seems funny to me. Yeah, I mean, I'm terrible at signing, you know. I mean, I can give you some other ones, but they're probably not anywhere near family safe. Yeah, I know. I'm not even talking about that one. I'm just talking about some of the other ones. Well, I told you today, I mean, you know, the guy trying to get with that Mexican girl at work, and I'm just like, (laughs) oh, yeah, you could say this, and, you know, it it did not mean what he thought it meant. If you ever say to say something, do the opposite. Oh, okay, (laughs) all right, all right. Uh, you've, you've mentioned a few things to me that I knew better than to send. <laughs> well, yeah, I try. I try. I can't blame you. If it's funny, I'm okay with it. So. Yeah, yeah, well, you know. I mean, that line I told you earlier, that might have actually gotten him a date. I mean, maybe. I don't you know. You know, she might have just laughed and been like, ah, that's so funny. See, that's the thing. If it's funny, it works. You never know. You yeah. never know. But Yeah. Um, I'm funny looking. It hasn't helped me. All right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> Car and truck stuff, man. Car and truck stuff. What what do you got going on? (laughs) Um, Well, I've I've got a new plan to fix Pegasus. I thought you already fixed it. I thought so, too, but I didn't. So I I haven't had time to get back on it. I'm draining the tank tomorrow. I'm just pulling that pre-filter. I think that's what the problem is, so I'm just going to take it off, flush the tank, and put new fuel in and cross my fingers and pray. I'm. <laughs> I. Uh, I mean, you need to have it going by next week. Uh, yeah, that's some. Um, if all goes well, I'll have it running the next couple of days. I mean, well, it never not ran. It just under load doesn't. <laughs> I, I finally yeah. have a in my my world. I finally have a vehicle available to borrow, mm. and so I think the old excursion is going to go into the diesel shop down the road because right now I'm working between sixty and ninety hours a week. Ooh. And I need to get that oil leak fixed. Yeah. Because I'm going through four or five gallons of oil between oil changes. Good Lord, man. Yeah. It's I don't feel so bad about it's my It's leaking oil pretty bad. <laughs> I, I was parked on an incline the other day at a job site mm-hmm. in a asphalt driveway. And it started pouring rain like crazy. <laughs> you got all the rain. You would trails. think that the Exxon Valdez <laughs> had just crashed into this parking lot. Nice. It was all the way across. I mean, granted, I mean, it was probably, you know, less than half a quart of oil or half a pint of oil. Mm-hmm. You know how oil and water is. It just like sheens across the yep. top of it. 
And I'm just like, this is embarrassing. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> so what you need to do, carry, I know some people do this with boats, just carry some dish soap in there. If you know it's going to rain, just walk around, drizzle some dish soap around it. You'll be fine. No one will ever notice. <laughs> That's not a bad hack. <laughs> I may have to try that. Don't get caught, though. <laughs> well, you know, you know, yeah. Nah. So, so I actually have another little story with that oil in the excursion, but mm-hmm. I think it actually, what would the word be? It's a sequel to something you wanted to ask me about on air, possibly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I heard you went shopping the other day. <laughs> uh, it's uh, pretty popular. I mean, it, it's made it on a I'm lot gonna, of news feeds. I'm going to make a... It may make it on the news <laughs> soon, too, from what I understand. That would be awesome. Um, I'm going to take a wild <laughs> guess that 90% of our listeners are probably like libertarian, conservative, republicans... We probably um, don't have like a lot of super liberals that listen to this. If yeah. you do and you're offended, I don't care. <laughs> um, and that's just what it comes down yeah, to anymore. Everyone's entitled to whatever. I personally don't care. I don't follow anything. Yeah. Um, so I guess let me leave this somewhat vague if you're okay with that. But yeah, I'll give you the somewhat the best. De- yeah, <laughs> details. I went into a local-ish big box store. Um after work one day, I am tired. I am. I just worked ten hours. I am sweaty. It was like ninety degrees that day. It was weird. That was that weird. Was. How we had that heat wave a that couple was. days ago. That was really uncomfortable. I'm tired. I'm sweaty. I just want to go home, have a beer, go to sleep. You know, take a shower, go to sleep. That's about it. I would change the order of that. I'd yeah, shower. And, I mean, you can have the beer before, during, and after the shower. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, for sure, for yeah, sure. Shower beers are great. Yeah, they are. Oh my god, whoever did that, thank you. You're a genius. You know what? Just moment here. I will tell you about the big box store story in a minute. Okay. Heard a hack today that I need to try. Maybe you've heard about it. Maybe you haven't. Apparently, we have been doing the cereal game all wrong. Cereal game. Cereal. Huh? Yeah. John so does not understand. Apparently, cereal tastes ten times different and better. If you leave it for a couple hours in the freezer before pouring the milk on it. Okay. Now, I haven't tried this yet, but I heard a whole radio program about it on Dave and Chuck the Freak this morning. Mm -hmm. And people were calling in and they're like, dude, you guys didn't know about this? Like any regular cereal or some kind of Apparently any cereal. Like it's it's supposedly a game changer. And I'm thinking, I got 40 years of cereal eating in my, you know, that's almost half a century. I'm 40% cereal. (laughs) (laughs) So, that's pretty good. (laughs) All carbohydrates. (laughs) This is all carbs, baby. Yeah. Uh, I'm working on it. It's going down. It's going down. I ate Mr. Atkins. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) there were no carbs. Yeah. Well. Um, I so if I got cannibalism try it, is healthy or not in terms of weight loss. What's that? Cannibalism. Oh, cannibalism? Yeah, as long as you only eat that and you don't eat carbs or sugar. Okay, cool. Um, Good to know. <laughs> and you keep away people that were around a high level of mercury. So Ah, yeah. true. Uh, anyways, big box store. I'm in the big box store. And to keep this relatively short, because uh, I know we're getting close to that break time and all mm-hmm. that, but to keep it relatively short, I was... Shopping, um, tired, ready to go home. 
uh, in the middle of my shopping, had a uh, store manager approach me about the mask thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, in Michigan, there's still, in many other states as well, but in Michigan, they are, which for some reason, three months into this quote-unquote pandemic. Yeah, they suddenly we, decided it's a great idea. Yeah, we all need to be wearing masks. I don't really understand <laughs> this. Joke. Um, like the yeah, well, the joke. It's it's like wearing condoms at a baby shower. It doesn't it doesn't really make. I've not heard that one. But okay, like it doesn't really make a lot of sense here. But anyways, yeah. um, so political stuff aside, you know, I have a legitimate, as you know, medical reason. I've even mm-hmm. talked about it on air before. I've got a thoracic aneurysm, a fairly rare-ish, not super rare, but fairly uncommon medical condition. Mm-hmm. Talked to my doctor over at University of Michigan. Said, hey, you shouldn't be wearing a mask, and so I haven't. Yeah. I have not been wearing a mask anywhere. Uh, and I asked. I thought it was the good thing to do. I mean, it was the mm-hmm. right thing to do. Ask the doctor. The doctor's more knowledgeable in this medical stuff, although oh, yeah. that information appears to change daily. Mm-hmm. But uh, he says, don't wear a mask. So I'm not. So I told the guy, he says, hey, I've got a medical reason. It's allowable in Michigan to not wear a mask if you have a medical reason. And the guy's like, I don't care. I'm going to have you removed by the police. Mm-hmm. And he did. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, so that's basically the story there. Um, you know, our listeners, you if you're a com- uh, and a listener and you listen to us all the time, um, in the interest of keeping Whelan not that uh, political, you know my personal name, Keith Kodat. You can go to my personal Facebook page. That post is public. You can see the whole interaction. My, my favorite part is still the end. Well, yeah, well, they wouldn't let me out of the store <laughs> yeah. that they were kicking me out of. Yeah. yeah the cop would... goes, let me see if I can get it. Yeah. <laughs> and then so, the Did he get it? No, we went around to the handicap <laughs> entrance. Ironically, <laughs> after after saying, hey, you disabled guy, minute, we're going to discriminate against you. So they you. let you go out the indoor? Isn't that a violation of proper signage? I, I don't know. They let me go out the... <laughs> no, they didn't recognize my disability, but then I had to use the disability exit. Oh, that's cold. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, man. That is awesome. So I was just like, oh. So you can go to my personal Facebook page. You can watch the video. You can share it. You can whatever if you want to do. Mm. But an interest of uh, trying to separate Whelan, I'm not putting it on the Whelan page. Um, but, uh, you know, personally. It's worth a watch. Personally, I feel my civil liberties, uh, especially some of the discrimination laws, which, by the way, I have learned a lot about in the last three days. <laughs> Each state has their different laws. So if people make a comment and you're from Wyoming and you're like, oh, well, they had the right to do this and this and this, you need to keep in mind that Michigan laws may not be the same as your state. In Michigan laws, the big box store that I was in, clearly uh, from the police and attorneys I've spoken to, uh, by the way, I'm not trying to turn this into some big thing or anything, but the the people I've spoken to have said that they were in clear violation of my rights. Oh, yeah. Um, so it was just, it was a crappy situation yeah. all around. But Great video, and I was sitting there doing nothing, and just, Keith Codet is live. I'm like, oh. Well, <laughs> and, you know, the reason that's, let me address that real quick. I've had a number of people say, oh, well, this was planned, or this and this, and because you knew the law and you were quoting the law during the video, mm. that means that you planned this. No, this was not planned whatsoever. I had about a five-minute window between the point where he told me he was calling the police mm-hmm. and I was waiting for the we police. We know you're not good with a script, so we know this wasn't pre-planned. Yeah. So, exactly. <laughs> so I sat there on my phone, my my lovely ghetto smartphone that's taped together, and uh, I and cracked and pieces missing. Hmm. And I looked up the laws, and that's why I had them. In, and I thought the police would be on my side. They kind of were, kind of weren't. It was yeah. it was a good cop, bad cop thing. But 
It was interesting. If you guys it's want interesting. to watch more, it's check an interesting. it out. We'd like so. to hear your opinion on oh, yeah. it. You can throw it on the video, though. You don't need to go to 4x4 yeah, Talk or anything. Yeah, we're going to keep anything. this off 4x4 Talk and wheeling. Yeah, so. exactly. It, yeah. You know, if we ever do another political show, maybe we'll get it on there. Maybe. i tell you what. After today, though, my coffee cup is quite appropriate. <laughs> I've got my I'd Rather Be Up North coffee cup with the UP of Michigan on, and they are open. I can go to restaurants and bars up there. Well, let's take a quick break, talk about that, and go get a beer. Okay. I like that. We'll be back. <laughs> it's cute when Rover shakes a paw for you. Good boy. And when he rolls over on command. That's it, buddy. But when he brings in fleas and ticks from the outside. Rover. Not so much. Rover can't help what time of year it is, but ABC Home and Commercial Services can. They're the best in pets, so give them a call and they'll come around and treat your yard. ABC Home and Commercial Services, 810-794-5678. Online at abcbees.com. So we were talking about up north. So I had a few buddies that went up there. A couple of them have like a vacation house up there. You're talking like Flint? No, no, like Higgins Lake area. Yeah, it's kind of up north. I don't really consider up north it's anything in the past Gaylord, but it's I... It's in the open zone. Or they went to the north. open zone, at least. And they're all posting pictures and Snapchat to beers on tables and people. And everyone's all jealous. And like, where are you at, you lucky SOB? And all this and that. And you know, I would love to have a beer in a bar right now. <laughs> it I does do sound good, some, doesn't it? It does. I mean, it's so much cheaper at home, and I prefer the atmosphere at home. And my music, when and how loud I want it. But a beer in a bar is a great thing. <laughs> it really is. It I mean, really I, is. I, I get what you're saying. It's cheaper yeah. at home, but nothing beats the people watching at a bar. Exactly. Exactly. You know, the interactions the with and the people. smells. I, I was. I don't normally like people. I kind of miss people. Yeah, there's that. Yeah, kind of. Not a lot. Not all of them. Yeah, not most of them. <laughs> I I yeah. agree with you. Yeah. And then my other buddy went to Ohio. Same thing. I'll, I'll just, you know, picture of a beer and everybody on our Facebook we're all friends with is like, dude, where is that? That's awesome. I want to go. And he says, relax. I'm in Ohio, not Michigan. Only time I'll ever say the great state of Ohio. Yeah, I tell <laughs> you. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, um, and I'm just going to say it because I can because there's no repercussions for us. Nah. I don't know if you know this, but one of the reasons, there's been a number of bars and restaurants in lower Michigan mm-hmm. that have decided to open before they're allowed to I've or heard about that or um promise or do a protest or whatever yeah the mlcc the michigan uh liquor commission something mm-hmm. right how control whatever commission Com- michigan control liquor commission. control commission um they straight up call these bars and restaurants and they say mm-hmm. we're pulling your license Oof. if you do this so they're they're really just hammering down mm-hmm. and you know so uh, I'm without naming names. You know, my mom's got a restaurant. We heard about another local restaurant that said they were going to do a protest and they were going to allow seating in their outside seating area mm-hmm. um, to go eat. And we said, so we all put on the Fox Fire Fictions T-shirts and stuff, and we went up there <laughs> and we supported them. We said, listen, but they canceled, quote unquote. The protest because the MLCC had called them and said oh. we're not doing this, but they had a pretty good turnout anyways. Nice. And um, you know, I personally, my personal opinion is that a government agency like that has zero business making those type of threats to small I family agree. businesses. I agree. They're well, yeah, 
It's just it's it's really just ridiculous. But mm-hmm. you know, maybe we'll get another do another political podcast in the future or something, and yeah, maybe we'll talk about <laughs> how they could people could do things. But um, yeah. you know, speaking speaking of, if we're gonna talk truck stuff for a little bit, maybe for the last half or last <laughs> third of this episode, um, we like to play in those numbers all the time. Yeah. Episode fifty eight. So one after fifty seven. Yeah, a couple before sixty. Still nineteen fifty eight. Um, I think, as you know, and as well, I know as well, uh, was an interesting year in the automotive industry because that was a year where a lot of people thought that the government was stepping in and mm. making cars be more similar and things like that. But in yeah. reality, they weren't. They had a few regulations that they had put on, mm-hmm. but... Uh, in reality, you know, when you read into 1958 and the automotive industry, it was probably darn near the pinnacle of automotive espionage. Oh, interesting. You know, um, part of the the thing is, is, and this was a Google rabbit hole of mine that I went down a while ago. Ah, got to be careful I, with those. You can waste a lot of time. Exactly. Well, <laughs> I had heard for years and years and years that you know, anyone that knows 50s cars and trucks, for that matter, mm-hmm. knows that pretty much everything that came out in 58 in the U.S. got four headlights. In 57, they had two Ooh. headlights. Why? Well, a bunch of people have said over the years, the government said that they had to have more light and blah, 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 and they had to do that. And four headlights stayed all the way into the mid-60s. I mean, I guess. For most but, vehicles. Yeah. I guess the technology wasn't really there like we have now. So. But it wasn't the case. The government yeah. never decreed that. The government never said you have to have four headlights. Hmm. In fact, a lot of states had to look for permission huh. to have four headlights. And some 57 Chrysler products, mm-hmm. they planned to have four headlights, but instead the inner ones ended up being a fog light. They were a yellow light. Oh. So it was kind of huh. interesting. But um, what... When I got reading into it, apparently a lot of the Detroit bigwigs from the Detroit Three, even American Motors at the time. So I got some stuff in my eye here. Uh, you, you got a little cro- a tear in your eye? No. Oh. oh, probably a chunk of aluminum still. You want me to throw some water in your eye? Not that water. Okay. <laughs> Not fire water. Anyways, um, I think it's gone. <laughs> anyways, they used to like play golf together mm-hmm. and. They would, uh, you know, play poker together and go to the bar together. And a lot of these engineers and designers talked. Hmm. And um, in 55, I think it was, Cadillac had done a concept car, the Eldorado Barretts or something, or Barats, whatever they called it. And I never it, heard had, of it. it had four headlights. Yeah. Well, a bunch of the automotive designers were like, well, obviously they were designing stuff two, three years out. Yeah. So they were like, oh, for the 57 slash 58 model year, we're going to do this four headlight thing. People think it's cool. Hmm. And they just talked back and forth, and they did that. Well, then the same year, um, Cadillac had spent millions of dollars redesigning the 58 Cadillac Mm -hmm. and completely scrapped the entire plan when they one of their engineers overheard a Chrysler engineer talking about the dimensions of the fins. Because remember, the <laughs> 50s are fins on the back of the car. Yeah. The fins for the upcoming 58 <laughs> Chrysler. And they were like, we need bigger fins than them. And so they scrapped the whole design Gee. of the rear half of this car 
so they could beat Chrysler. I wonder how many of these different things. I know you said there were a few things. I wonder if at any point in time somebody who's buddies with a you know designer, buddies with a designer to another company goes, "Hey, I bet you, I don't know, case of beer, you can't get your boss to let you know prove this for the vehicle." You kind of wonder, don't you? Yeah. I mean, like, like, what can we get away with? Yeah. Yeah, like let's see where you can hide <laughs> this. That kind of thing. I know yeah. they do that with some, or did that with some of the modern Jeeps, like the little Easter eggs that are hidden everywhere. True, true. I, I wonder. I it was my understanding of that was it started as a bet with somebody they couldn't put it in there and get it all the way through design. Yeah. And it was like months or a year or so afterwards somebody found it and was like, hey, what's this? And that's how it came about. Well, now they do it intentionally. Th- I do know of one case of that that was <laughs> yeah. one-upmanship, and unfortunately, I don't know which one it was. Do you happen to, off the top of your head, remember what what car was the Green Hornet? You, are you familiar with the Green Hornet? There used to be the TV. There was the, there was the uh, TV show I never saw. There I remember was, there was a movie. They remade I saw the movie, and Seth Rogen was in it. Yeah, yeah, that was Seth Rogen. Yeah, Seth Rogen was in it. Um, they might have. I'm they, thinking Green Lantern. Never mind. Not the Green Lantern. Yeah. The Green Hornet. Okay. So it was a '60s, um, what a comic book mm-hmm. that became a TV show, that then became a movie in the early 2000s. But it was always the same car, which I think was something like a '64, '65 Chrysler or something like that. I have no idea. And in in the comic book original show. It was it was one of their highest end models, and yeah. it was like the limousine model. It was like slightly stretched and this and that, but it mm-hmm. had all these crazy spy gadgets, kind of like a James Bond car. Yeah, that would be cool. And they'd put into it. Well, um, I don't remember if it was that or the Lincoln, but I know that both of them the same year decided to add a bar that came out out of the front Dude. seat to the back seat passengers. That's they awesome. had like decanters and glasses and all awesome. that. Awesome. And one of them designed the whole thing, and the other one said, "Well, we're going to do the same thing, but we're going to up you. We're going to use Baccarat crystal." <laughs> <laughs> so, so I don't remember which one it was. I think the Chrysler had the Baccarat crystal. Awesome. Um, but the Lincoln did not, or something. It might be vice versa. I don't yeah. remember for sure, but it was literally it was that. It was that one awesome. designer, and both of them. Uh, I read a story about it forever ago. Both of the designers, it was basically, could they get their bosses to approve this? <laughs> that is awesome. And so it was like, it was like who awesome. can have the craziest bar in the back seat of a car? I love that. And so one of them won. I think it was Chrysler, but it was like a one- or two-year option only. Yeah. So I, I got a question. What's that? So I know we, we're going to uh, – I'll bring it up now. We're talking about the like the motor vehicle safety standards thing. Yeah. So the the whole thing like with the Wranglers, the removable doors. Yeah. Meaning you can drive it without the doors. You can remove the, the doors and anything. I got a metabol. <coughs> the, the the whole thing if it's designed from the factory that way you can go on the road with it like that. Mm-hmm. Though I, I know it's mainly Wranglers that deals with. Yeah. Does that mean you could get lit in the back seat of one of these old cars because it came with whiskey decanters and such? Well, it's funny you mention that because <laughs> a lot of states have different laws on that. And yeah. uh, last time I looked into it, Michigan, you could actually do that as long as you could drink as long as you were not within reach of the driver. Excellent. So, I mean, I guess a standard four-seat car, 
somebody like me that's got like I don't know four foot wingspan, <laughs> I could probably reach and smack everyone in the car. I mean, I know I've pretty much done that with the kids, but um, you know, uh, I don't know. You could probably sit in the third row seat of Project Excursion getting lit legally. I don't know. We'll have to look it up. I'm not sure anymore. Hmm. It used to it used to be something like that. Uh, I mean, not that I have a drinking problem that need the alcohol. I'm just curious if you could get lit in the back seat. I don't know anymore. Huh. I don't know. There was, it, it was something with RVs and motorhomes and this yeah. and that, and um, they might have changed it. I mean, they change those laws every so oh, yeah. often. It's been oh, years yeah. since I looked into it, but I mean, certain states like Florida and Texas used to be able. I maybe you still can, but only a few years ago you could drive around with an open beer in the console. I mean, as could, long as you were not over the legal limit, yeah. you could have a beer in the console. I'll make you could be about that, but I won't. <laughs> what? You can do that now. Not legally. <laughs> no, I didn't say anything about legally. <laughs> yeah, not legally. You could have a bottle of Jim Beam in the console, but I'm not saying you should. Mm, yeah, all right, I guess. Oh, my God, John. <laughs> I've never done that. I don't drink Jim Beam. So. <laughs> Jim Beam's delicious. I, don't I know. I didn't say I didn't like it. I just don't drink it. <laughs> Man, man, I tell you what. Kidding, of course. I would never advocate drinking and driving. No, no, Terrible, no. terrible practice. No, exactly. Only Anyways. when you're golfing. Yes, yes. Yes, and it's only funny because then you can hit people with the golf cart. Yeah, Or, or if your buddies are real um, great people. One of Quote, unquote, people? Do you have friends that aren't people? Great people. Okay. I'll say it that way. Uh, the one of you guys who will be listening to this is going to know the story. Um, you know, when somebody goes to hit the restroom, comes back on the golf cart, and then your two buddies turn around and start hitting golf balls at you. That part kind of sucks. Yeah, well, you know, I mean. I mean, it was hilarious. Nobody hit me, but. (laughs) Yeah, I was the driver of the golf. I I really only have one decent golf story, and Mm. it is one of the more serious injuries I've ever received in my life was, was in a golf sporting accident. What did you do? Well, you know, I mean, it is a pretty violent sport. Okay. So, you know, <laughs> I mean, people get hurt in it all the time. But so I mean, I've, I've uh, been angry and almost I'm I was club. I was uh, <laughs> up in Fairbanks, Alaska. Okay. I was playing 18 holes. And, uh, you know, I was out there. It was a nice day. You know, the wind was in my lack of hair. And, uh, you know, uh, sun was shining. Mm. And I'm out there. Blinding and the birds that fly. I, I think I was on the 16th or 17th hole, and I, I'd had a I'd had a great, great run. I mean, I was looking at all, you know, two, three-stroke runs. I mean, I, I'd done a great job. Um, mm. and, I, and I finally get to, like, 16th, 17th hole, and I'm getting a little cocky, you know. And so I'm there, and I have my son with me. I actually have both kids and the ex-wife. And I'm just like, okay, you know, yeah, well, I'm beating all you guys, blah, blah, this and that. And, mm-hmm. You know, and... <laughs> Um, you know, and I remember, uh, so I start, uh, and I had this, I, I start lining up and, yeah. um, you know, and, it, and I'm just looking, I had this, I had this long shot. I I'm, I'm looking at it and I'm just kind of measuring it and I'm measuring the wind distance. And I'm like, I, I probably got at least a good 15 feet till I hit that windmill. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the, uh, so I start spinning the putter around and, uh, I, uh, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway. You're talking golf. I'm thinking like real golf. This is real golf. That's miniature golf. That's same not thing. The same. So <laughs> I start spinning the butter around, twirling it like a baton in the air, <laughs> and I'm like, "Ooh, you know, look who's the badass!" You yeah. know, blah blah. 
I've gotten every single one of these in like two shots, and I'm spending this make me putter think he's with this playing eighteen holes. Yeah, par with like this, every time. this like this like one pound brass head on it, and I'm spinning <laughs> this thing around, and I managed to crack myself right in the face with it. <laughs> Split my lip wide open. <laughs> I am one. bleeding like a stuck pig all mm-hmm. over the place. Yeah. So was, how'd you finish? Oh, I mean, I finished out the out the game with a yeah. rag on my face, but no, uh, no, I still won everybody else. Oh, well, already, that's else. all that matters. <laughs> yeah, I think I think my total score was somewhere in maybe forty or something like that for the eighteen holes. So you know, not bad. Could be worse. Could well, be here's worse. the deal. I I before we go to break, I can tell you right now, mm. my. I have done a perfect golf score game in my life once. Video game? Uh, more than once. And perfect bowling. Video games? No, it's just they were reversed. <laughs> I can golf a 300 like no man, <laughs> and I can bowl an 18. I used to be decent at golf. I can't. I'm, no, I lost it all. <laughs> I used to play. My cousin and I used to play all the time. Like took lessons with a pro and everything. That dude was, yeah. And uh, no, we used to play in the yard. Like, hey, see who can hit that tree first. It was like two, three shots, and we were hitting it. Let's take a break, and I actually have one more golf accident that I just remember. Ooh, I want to hear it. All right. Puppies are cute. Spiders are not. Spiders are creepy and ugly. But what will you do? You will call ABC Home and Commercial Services. The Spider Fighters can service your home for these unwelcome guests. ABC Spider Fighters will provide the solution for your spiders, wasps, box elder bugs, Asian lady beetles, cluster flies, and all your visiting insects. Call now for a prepaid discount. ABC Home and Commercial. The Spider Fighters. 810-794-5678. So, uh, my first sports injury in my entire life, and I may, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm not pretty sure I've told you this story. I'm not oh, sure if maybe. I ever told this on the podcast or not, though. Is this podcast appropriate or after show? Oh, it's it's, it's podcast appropriate, okay. but I'm I don't know, maybe eleven, twelve years old, ten, eleven, twelve years old, mm-hmm. kid, growing up in. Baby boomer, kind of, not quite skid row, but damn near, you know, mm-hmm. um, downtown Elginac, Michigan. You know, not necessarily a bad town, but a lot of poor people live there. A lot of poor, you know, blue collar workers. Mm-hmm. My best friend at the time lived across the street, EJ. and Oh, he was DJ back then. EJ, nice. not DJ. Oh, I misunderstood. EJ. And I EJ was, and I, I obviously... This is the time before the video games, before the Instagram, you before had Pong the Facebook. Back then, don't lie. No, I, I didn't have any of that, and he didn't either. We were wow. too poor for that stuff, man. So our entertainment, believe it or not, and I know this is shocking, we used to go outside. I've heard of that. I know. There's like <laughs> bugs and stuff. Yeah, right? there is. There they is. call it sunshine. So uh, we're outside, and for a while, he was obsessed for whatever reason with golf. So he decided to make a golf course in our little, you know, it wasn't even a suburb, you know, we're talking like an old school downtown, mm-hmm. just, you know, yeah. old houses. area. <laughs> so he goes across their whole backyard and digs, I don't know, probably didn't even dig 18 holes. He probably dug 12 or something, but mm-hmm. digs a bunch of holes across the yard, literally just divots in the lawn. Nice. And he found a golf ball somewhere. Mm-hmm. But we didn't have a golf club. <laughs> 
You used a hockey stick? We used an aluminum baseball bat. Holy crap. <laughs> so, so. I like your version better. So, we would tap the thing, try to think whatever we could do to get this thing in. And, but problem was, his family, they were not real good at mowing the lawn. Mm. Like, it was like maybe a once a month or every other month process. Oh, wow. So we're talking deep grass. So to yeah. get that ball. You had to e- whack it. Yeah, even to get it like 20 feet. It was yeah. like, whack, you know. Wait, think. All right, it go. So we're doing this, and we're having an afternoon of playing golf mm-hmm. in the backyard. And it's his turn to putt, or whatever you call it, drive, you know. I am not a golfer, as I, you can tell. I, those aren't words. I don't know what you call it with a bat. Yeah, it's his term. It's his term on the green. You know? Okay. So he goes up, and he's standing there, and he's like, "All right, all right." And it was one of the harder holes that we had. It had yeah. to like go around the back of the house by the garage, mm-hmm. and he swings this thing back, just full speed, like as hard as he can to swing back. And promptly gets me right in the forehead Ooh. and knocks me out cold. <laughs> Just wham! Oh, I wake up sometime later. No <laughs> idea how long I was out. I wake up some. It's first time in my life I was ever knocked unconscious. Mm-hmm. And I've come close. I I wake up on their couch and you know I open my eyes and his mom's like hovering over me and <laughs> and she looks down and she's like, oh my god, oh my god, he's alive. <laughs> And she prom- yelled for her husband to stop digging a hole. Uh, she know she turned around and beat the crap out of EJ. Oh, <laughs> and she's just like, hey, "You gotta kill them!" Blah, blah, blah. And I'm still laying there like dazed, like, "What just happened?" <laughs> I had this goose egg on my forehead, like oh. that was crazy. But yeah, so oh. I uh, yeah, that was that was my yeah. um, years with golf. There, my uh, my grandparents used to play like avid golfers, and. You know, growing up, we spent a lot of time over there, so we, of course, had to learn how to play golf. Just fine. That's how I learned. And I remember they were teaching my sister one day, and they, they used to have this big plastic boat. I mean, it wasn't really a boat, but it was a boat. They'd put in the water, and they had floating golf balls, and you hit it at the thing, try and get it in there. So my dad's helping my sister, you know, learn how to swing the club and how to stand and hold it. <laughs> She goes on the backstroke, clocks him right in the head. Mm. He fell down, almost passed out, bleeding everywhere. I remember he had to go to the hospital with like four or five stitches or something. I'm telling you, man, golf's a dangerous game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, scuba diving's safer than golf statistically. So softball. I mean, <laughs> the only person that I've ever known to get hurt by sports while scuba diving with mm-hmm. our old uh bless his heart now he's passed on our old instructor paul yeah i miss that guy yeah i whipped a bowling ball at him underwater not realizing <laughs> that the momentum or whatever the velocity worked the same <laughs> yeah a little bit i mean it's gonna slow it pretty quick yeah well i whacked That's his the... hand in between that and something else at a quarry we were at nice yeah now the, the public safety class i did first time i ever was... heard someone swear underwater and i actually heard him Oh, I, well, we've done rebreathers. You can talk. But oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's muffled, but you hear everything. Mm-hmm. But, uh, no, that was the PSD class. That's the thing to, you know, familiarize yourself with the gunfire. You go down with a gun, pull the trigger, and just, I mean, it goes, and it just, very, very fast. But they still function underwater. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- th- that was the whole point, is they can still function. You know, what? what's the phrase? Keep your booger hook off the bang switch. Okay, I can see that. <laughs> I can see that. That that was the whole point, you know. If there's a trigger, if you can't unload it, don't touch it. <laughs> you know, right, secure right. it in a box and bring it up. Don't just grab it and bring it up. Man, um, we've been all over. We've done that in a few <laughs> episodes. Yeah. We talked a little bit of car stuff. Museum minutes. Okay. Next week we have our first in person. Oh yeah, we got a meeting or semi bi monthly meeting. Yeah. We've skipped the last one or two because of the Rona. Mm. And um, God, Corona does sound good right now. Yeah, it does. Pretty good, doesn't oh, it? Oh my God. So tell me, like. We can always, I, we're going to talk about this at the, the board <laughs> meeting and all that, but you think we should open up? We can. I don't see why not. We can't right now yet. No, oh, well then no. I looked it up. The, well, yeah, I looked it up the <laughs> other day, but, um, you know. I'm sure all our listeners are dying to get in there and check the place out. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. We've had I've actually. I've actually had people that want to go out there. They've been calling me about it. We're, so we're be, getting. Yeah, and that's awesome. Oh, that's yeah. awesome, oh, man. Yeah. Um, we're getting comments, um, personal messages and things. I don't know if you've seen some of them, uh, even just comments on the posts, but people are saying that they are have been getting more and more interest in the museum through our This Day in Off-Road History posts. Mm, cool. Uh, they've learned a lot of stuff. Uh, we've reached a ton of people with those. Awesome. And... Um, They've been really popular. We haven't missed one yet. No, I gotta uh, catch up and start reading them again. Yeah, I mean we're I've been kind we of started them jo- January first this year, nice. and you know the the whole idea was to do a whole year of them at least. <laughs> yep, I remember talking about that at the time. And um, you know sometimes it's hard to find those po- find those pieces of history, but mm-hmm. a lot of times, like you said, we go to those Google rabbit holes and we find some interesting oh, yeah. stuff. Sometimes we just know it off the top of our heads, but yeah. Um, I'll see if I can find the dates. I know the. What, I can't remember if it was wipers or the seatbelt. I think it was a seatbelt buckle. We know the guy who invented that. Oh, okay. Came up with the idea. I, I don't know if we have any of the information or the dates anywhere, but know the guy who did it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Let's see if I can find that for you. Well, you know, something I'd like to mention, um, if you're a listener of Wheelan and you're a fan of the museum, which I know there's a lot of crossover, there's a lot of people that do like mm-hmm. both of them, um, and you're enjoying those This Day in Off-Road History posts and... You're enjoying the production of the museum and what we're doing. We've got some exciting things that we don't necessarily want to announce quite yet, but mm. we've got some exciting new additions that are coming to the museum. But, Excellent. Um, I've actually got one I'll talk to you guys about after this. That's absolutely. going to happen. But if you're enjoying that kind of stuff and you can go to our PayPal, um, which I think you can find through our uh, www.themora.org, um, That's a question on, for Mr. Andrea, I think. I yeah, know. on the I, I think you can find a donation link on there. Yeah, okay. donate right through the Mora.org. Yeah, the okay, cool. I mean, even just you know helping us out right now, just so you folks know, a lot of museums, a lot of nonprofits went for payroll protection loans. A lot of them went for government bailout money. We didn't do any of that. No. We, we looked into it, and the cons outweighed the pros. And, you know, we're going to continue going, but we're hurting. We haven't gotten a single donation in three months now. Uh, and we basically, our entire operations are done off of donations. Yeah. So, you know, as much as even a $5 donation to the museum 
is a huge help. Yeah, and yeah. so um, it's a nonprofit. It's tax you know write off. If you uh, you know that's one of the things. If you're concerned about all this quote unquote free money you've been getting from the government and unemployment, and people are saying, oh, you're going to have to pay it back. If you're concerned <laughs> about what your tax liability is for the end of the year. And you want to donate five hundred or a thousand dollars or something like that to offset your tax liability? This that is would a, be great. <laughs> this is a great way to do it. Oh, yeah. You know, just go right to the museum page. And the same thing, um, if you use Amazon, go to Smile. I still do that every purchase. Me I too. Me Smile too. Smile.amazon.com. Nothing changes except the logo. Now, what price doesn't change? The link. For it, is that like smile.amazon.com yes. backslash no. museum something? No, smile.amazon.com. And then just look up Museum of Off-Road yeah, Adventure? Yeah, it, it's something you have to set up. It takes about a minute to do it. And you just type it in. I think it's Museum of Off-Road, and it pops up. Okay. And you can also go to the museum website and click the link. Oh, oh, there's a link on the more.org, so that's a oh, great cool. way to do that. I'll have to check um, that out. You know, we're, we're not trying to push this hard but yet we kind of are because well, everyone's still ordering from amazon so yeah. if they want to help in that way that helps too it's a great way to help i mean if you're yeah. sitting at home and you're ordering you know cases even people, and cases people, paper. people are even ordering groceries off of amazon these days you know all I've sorts of things that, yeah. so uh whatever you're ordering you know if you're ordering a couple hundred bucks a week crap off of amazon <laughs> um that you know, just to give you an example, it doesn't cost you anything. No. They turn around and give us a percentage. Now, it's small, but off of a $200 yeah. order, it I think we up. might get, like, what, maybe 50 cents or two bucks or something? I don't know. I think. Whatever whatever it know, is. It's like half a percent. Half a percent. Yeah, okay. so it's hey, something, it helps. though. It adds up. We get checks about every three months from Amazon. They're not huge, but there's enough people using it yeah. um, that it's been worth it. And so, yeah, do that. Oh, yeah, any bits appreciated. And like I said, yeah, <laughs> donations through the more.org are always uh, yeah. great as well. And that, that helps keep everything up that we're doing. Yeah. But we also need to talk about Wheels in the Woods and whether or not we're going to do it this year. I've got some thoughts oh, on that. I didn't even, kind of completely forgot about that. <laughs> well, I know. we got to make some we'll decisions. We'll talk about that Monday. Soon. Yeah. So. John, you so got anything else right now, buddy? Nothing I can think of. I've kind of been dormant on most anything else I'm working on. Well, like I told you, so, I've been working sixty to ninety hours a week. Yeah, so I haven't been that busy, but <laughs> I, I've just been, I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted right now, but yeah, we can finish up and we can crash. So. Sounds good, buddy. <laughs> Why don't you tell people about where to find us? Yep. Well, if you guys have do have any questions or comments, feel free to check us out on our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com/groups/4x4talk, or just go right to the search bar, type in 4x4talk. And it'll pull it up, a couple quick questions, get you in, ask away, take a look. Um, you can see more of the, the posts there and on our Wheeland page for the This Day in Off-Road History. Um, uh, the museum page. Although museum we, do, page, us, sorry, we yes. do usually share them over to the Wheeland page. Yes, I forgot. But That's, the museum page, yeah. which, by the way, a little celebration. Uh, you don't have something to clink with there. We yeah, now have over 2,000 page likes on the museum Excellent. page. Well, so to it took that. a little while. We were hovering just under that for a while, but now we're almost up to 2,100 awesome. within a couple of days. So awesome. who knows? Well, so. continuing with that, huge thanks to Mr. Andrew, the producer over there. Without him, none of this would be Absolutely. possible. Thank you greatly, sir. And uh, a cheers to you. Mm -hmm. uh, if you do want to check out our bonus show on Patreon, patreon.com slash Radio, Or is it just Wheelin? I think it's just Wheelin. I think it is. I got to know. Well, I got to make sure I can't get people the wrong. Well, while you're looking up your note, we yeah, do have a new Patreon listener. Oh, um, yeah. uh, Mr. Andy. 
Excellent. That we had uh, M. Hoff. M. M. Hoff? Yep. Awesome. That we had in the Thank last you, sir. So much appreciated. He said he, he just <laughs> messaged me the other day and said he signed up. So I'm hoping awesome. that the episode that he's on will be uploaded pretty quick. But I do know that Andrew's got a lot of work right now. He's got to play catch up with the Patreon. There's, <laughs> yeah. there's some things there. But I already told Andy, I says, it might be a little while before yeah. you're on there. But um, it will be there. There's a lot of content on yep. there to you enjoy well, it's already. two bucks a month. You can check that out. And get access to all that stuff. Just to be clear, too, because I did have that question from someone ago. It's not $2 per episode. $2, you can listen to everything. Yes, to everything so that we have up there. you get full access to the entire so archive like of End of the there? Trail. Yeah, Something there's like, like 30 shows yeah. on there. You know, you've probably got 20 hours of material on there at least. Um, you know, some of our episodes are 15 minutes. Some of them are like an hour, which Andrew or hates. Longer. But you know. Sorry. Sorry. Thank you again. So <laughs> <laughs> That's not a thumb. <laughs> that being said, if you are watching us or listening to us on YouTube, make sure to hit like and subscribe. That way you see more content from us in the future as we upload it. Uh, I think that's all I got. So with that, I'll say thanks for listening and have a good one, everybody.